Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Exploring and expanding the consciousness. Learning from each other. We discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Hi, Phil. Hello, Phil. Hi, how Hi, are you both? Fantastic, thank you for asking. Yeah, um, I'm good. A little bit jaded after that last interview, mm. but um, a lot of energy transpired between us all, didn't it? I think yeah. that the energies are really high at the minute. I think <clears throat> it feels like we've just had a bit of a whappy half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> whappy. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you've been very domineering, haven't yes, you, Phil? Yeah. Yes. Well, what do you, I don't know. Hang on. I was away from the microphone there, but I don't know what you very, expect when I'm drinking coffee out of a mug that says, who's the daddy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this was before the coffee. It was. Yes. Yeah, the whappy half an hour was before that. So. I'm very grateful that I have a coffee because I feel it's, it's a nice coffee. Yeah, oh, thank you. So yeah. thank you, I do my best, so, yeah. Don't yeah. make a bad coffee. So, <laughs> anyway, um, we've got our new attire. We are. We are sporting our new That's what full we've been circle doing. t-shirts. Yes. Tonight as well. Um, and so excited to wear these, aren't we? In, yeah, I feel In great. two weeks. It's two weeks that we're there. Yes, uh, at in, the Mind in, Body. In, yes. in Sukum, yeah. So, yeah. looking forward to that. Um, very special guest tonight. Um very very special guest isn't it glenn it's actually glenn's partner it is yeah. um so Good lady um i'm so pleased to have this lady on um reiki practitioner angelic reiki practitioner a pagan a witch um a medium um here to tell us all about witchcraft spell casting um gods and goddesses and everything witchy because it's october now and yeah the, the month of the witch please welcome charlene downing Hello, charlene. Charlene. <laughs> she's heard that before haven't you charlene <laughs> couldn't resist sorry <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Charlene? I'm very well, thank you. I hope you're all well as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Are you excited to be in October? Yes, very much so. I know we were talking about it and it's one of your favourite... Is, is it your favourite? Would you say it is your favourite month? It's my favourite month. I can't say it's... Uh, I can't justify the rest of them as well. They're all favourites of mine. But this is especially favourite... This is one of the favourites of mine as well. Mm, so, yeah. yeah. Great. Do you know one of the love, one of the nicest things for me about October is being able to go out and get some chestnuts oh. out of the forest. Mm. I think that's just a lovely thing to do as well. I've got good mm. uh, childhood memories with that. We used to roast them over an oh, open yeah. fire. Very nice. Dad used to have an open fire, but I do remember we we used to roast them with the with the jackets on, 
And so you'd be in agony trying to peel these hot jackets oh, off these things, right. you know, yeah, red raw yeah. fingers. <laughs> Once you, what we used to do, what we've, and I still do it actually with, you, you get the first jacket off and then you get that like, that white skin off, oh, that yeah, really like bitter, yeah. that bitter skin. But once you've got that off, just the chestnut with a small pile of salt. Oh, salt? Oh, oh, oh. oh I've yeah, never tried it. Was so good. nice. And just dip, dip them in the salt. It's really, really nice. So we digress, don't we? <laughs> we do. <laughs> We're easily amused. Do you like chestnuts, Charlene? Yeah, yes, I do, actually. And I would um, normally associate them with many things that I need to put on my altar for different turns of the wheel as well, so... Yeah. Okay. What would you associate them with? Can you explain? It would be actually now or the last turn that we've just left is uh, Maybon. So I would have been looking for acorns yeah. and nuts of that attire that would fall from the trees in that perspective year in the turn of the wheel as well, just to offer to my deity or my god or my goddess at the time as well, just as an offering and as a gesture for them. Yeah. So thank you for them being there and working with me as well. Sure. You mentioned turns of the wheel. Eight turns of the wheel as well, yeah. yeah. Right. How many? Eight? Eight, yes. Mm-hmm. Can you tell Eight us, celebrations. Can you tell us what those celebrations yeah, are? Yeah, the turns of the wheel. I can tell you some, yes. Obviously, we've, we're going to be coming into Samhain now. We've just come into it. And, and we're going to stay into that till the end of this month, which is the 31st. I will give it a detail, a detail a little bit more about that in a moment. Yeah. But then you've got the next one, which is the last turn of the wheel yeah. to go into the next new phase of the year mm-hmm. for pagans, Wiccans, witch, witches, which is Yule. Then you're going to go into Imbolg, Beltane, um, um, Astara. Yeah. Then, then all the equinoxes, Lither, Langerstein, and the rest of it as well. Then it goes back as well. Goes it's back a continuous round, turn it? of a celebration. Uh-huh. What I did like, you were, we was having a conversation on the journey down here today, Charlene, about um, October and obviously uh, Halloween, and you were talking about the, the treats and, and what the, oh, the sweets symbolise. Um, can you share a bit of that knowledge with the uh, listeners, please? Yeah, I can. Um, Samhain is what we pagans, witches and Wiccans would associate this next turn of the wheel or the celebration as as opposed to the the belief that this next turn what the next celebration that we're in right now is Halloween, which is totally what is not we we wouldn't class it as that. We wouldn't right. we would never call it Halloween. Halloween. Right. Because in Pagan's term it's the new year, it's the new celebration, it's the it's the next new year for us moving forward. Okay. And it represents the festival of the dead, as in the the crops and nature is beginning to die uh-huh. and yeah. lose yeah. its greenery and things like that and if everything's going to go and die for the new beginning for the next turn of the wheel for of events so the god we work with the god and the goddesses as well as our date is and this term that we'll be working with the horn god the god he descends and goes into the underworld which is going to go in there to eventually die and open up the door to the new veil which is going to be coming thin between the next two worlds as well and then when this happens it makes it easier for the dead and the unseen right. to be seen by yeah, yeah, the everybody ancestors. else yeah. and this is where the term Halloween comes in because they think the unearthly and the dead and the evil 
roam oh, around right. and things like that. Yeah. So pagans, Wiccans and witch, witchy people alike would leave an offering of a candle on their windowsill and also some type of food in honour for the, the dead to pass by, yeah. take that as an offering and move on to the next realms. And this is where the trick-or-treats have come into play. Oh. And this is why we're putting candy out and treats, but also their Christianity has taken our pagan beliefs yeah. from us and turned it into our capital gain as well to yeah. take away our yeah. traditional values. Right. So that's where the tr- the treat trick comes or treat in. isn't yeah. it? Where does the trick come yeah. in? Yeah, witchcraft, oh, um, casting a spell, kind of thing. Yeah, because most people, <clears throat> well, when children go around um, asking trick or treat, they very often get sweets, don't they? They get the sweets, but yeah. sometimes they would believe that witches would trick people into thinking that they were going to put them in the cauldron, per se, and oh, things right. like that. Because they're deemed witches evil yeah, entities yeah. and wanted to collect children and things like that. Just so they believed and all that, and that's where the trick came into play. Right. Mm. I remember in my day when we were young lads, there were there were some local lads that used to post dog mess through people's letterboxes. Oh. oh. As a bit of a, um, you know, where's my sweets type of thing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's not nice. Um, do you think this year then... Charlie, do you think this year is the year that the Sanderson sisters are going to come back? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, wow. Um, I don't think so, no. No. I don't think so. Hopefully that candle gets left alone. (laughs) There was a rumour they were going to do another film, wasn't there? Yeah, there's been quite rumours about that, yeah. (laughs) Oh, dear. So the black flame candle... Did that really mean anything? Is that a thing? Because I know we have we have different coloured candles. We do, yeah, and they represent different things, don't they? Yeah. We have different coloured wax candles, which represent a many different number of things. So you've got the white for happiness, and you've also got the blue for happiness as well, and truth and honesty. You've got your green for luck. You've got yellow, yellow for abundance. You've got your red and your rose coloured for love, love and, and things like that. Yeah. Lavender for compassion, like you've just said, and different things like that, and just magical beings is the candles. Mm. The biggest thing with candle work and candle magic and candle spells is the pro the pro your intention is, the better work that you're going to get out of that. Mm. Your intention has to be your hundred percent pure, yeah. otherwise you're messing with realms like you really haven't got no idea what you're working with. Absolutely, um, as opposed to the 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 candle flame change and colour and movement thing, it is actual a real thing. The stronger and the higher the flame goes on the candle deems how well and true the spell is going to cast for yourself. Mm -hmm. So if it does go high, yes, it's going to work 100% for you. If it's wavy, it's kind of unsure. If it's small, if it burns kind of small, it's not going to happen for you right now, but doesn't mean to say it's not going to happen for you in the future as well. So the do, it, it is yeah. true wave there regards to the flame of the candle as well. You can also read flames. You can read the flames of the candle. You can give readings from candle flames, candle magics and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could actually That's manipulate nice. the candle flame as well, can't you? Could what, sorry? You can manipulate with... Yes, yeah. Telepathy, I'm, I suppose, really. <clears throat> yes, you could, but again, that's you manipulating the true yeah, intention. Yeah, 
I didn't mean during spell. Sorry, I didn't mean during the spell, but as a, as, a, as, a, as a study, as if you for for meditation purposes as well, really, you can concentrate on the flame, yeah. can't you? And make with it, yoga, and make it, uh, you can sort mm. of concentrate on the flame and not necessarily make it flicker, but to just concentrate on seeing the flame, then closing your eye and seeing the flame mm. in your mind's eye as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the images from the flame as well. That's right. It's the same as scrying. Yeah. Well, I've seen you, Charlene, do this before, and now my jaw dropped, and you literally pointed that witchy finger of yours at, at the flame, <laughs> and I saw it move on command every time that she did it, and it was quite phenomenal. And yeah. Can you talk us through what you was doing when you was doing that? Yeah, I was just actually talking and channeling my energy through to the flame and asking it to invoke the power that I wanted it to invoke at the time yeah. for the spell that I wanted to cast out and normally the spell would never be for me i would never cast a spell for me right. it would always be for the good Someone of else. somebody else yeah. humanity yeah. and the world yeah beautiful so how did you uh, become interested in becoming a witch then or yeah. have you always been a witch <clears throat> or what would you i think the truth is with awakening yeah, I had, I did have the awakening, but I think the truth is with regards to people being witches as well, is I've heard the phrase, once a witch, always a witch, and I believe that I have been reincarnated from a previous witch life. Okay. As to why I'm still on the witch path that I've discovered again. Right. So that's what I believe. Okay. But yeah, I did have um, a, a rather blunt and rude awakening to lead me onto the path that I am actually on now. Okay. And I am forever blessed for the trauma that I had to go through to get me onto this path that I am on today. Because okay. without that, I would not be never for blessed to find out my true purpose and sole purpose in life. Mm. Sure. Are you able to talk us through some parts of that or are you not wanting to share that i can share a little bit um no just a little bit is i'm um, quite actually it started two years ago at the end of 2019 i became increasingly unwell due to a really bad time of my life okay um and to be quite honest i'm quite actually lucky to still be alive to this day and that's where the awakening came in and I had that's when I realised. Quite dramatic then for you. It was and it yeah. was very it was very fast. It was very fast the awakening there I got. And that's when I realised that there is actually more to life than just existing. Yeah. And I did realise that I did have a sole purpose in life. And while I was going through the sole purpose of life and realising what it is that I had to do next, that's when I was being called to the witch craft life as well yeah. so i was doing You're the two paths at the same time yeah you don't you don't choose to be here which you get the you get the calling of course yeah and that's where i got from both angles but what i find fascinating about your story as well charlene is not many people know that you actually uh were you're an ex-armed forces yes i am um, yeah. Can you tell us about that? I mean, yeah. it's quite a contrast between being in the armed forces and then being a spiritual medium and also a witch yeah. and a healer. You know, the contrast yeah, is totally different. feels apart. Scale. Yeah, I joined the forces when I was 17, 18 years old. Um, and then I was in it for a good part of seven to eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had my children. Um, and then, obviously, you live your normal life. I had to go through the trauma that I went through and then I realised the spiritual awakening that I had and then this is what brought me to who I am today. So I've lived both spectrums of the scale as well. 
So I have lived a quite an interesting life. life, But the one, I love the army. I love the fact that I did that. Very privileged that I had the opportunity to do that. But I am forever grateful that I am doing and living the life that was called to live now. Yeah. Um, Did you do any tours whilst you was in the army? Yes, Afghanistan. Okay. Did you used to drive the... I do. I was, yeah. The the TGV, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we had a conversation about yeah. that, didn't we, a few months ago about you. you you'd been you. all over the world, haven't yeah. you, as well, Charlie? Um, mostly down south with training and stuff like that, and to different regiments down south, Chipman in Wiltshire. Um, I went to Northern Ireland, Belfast, and then I had done a tour in Canada as well. Yeah. Wow. So, obviously, it was very interesting, but I, I, I imagine it was quite, uh, not stressful, but... Uh, well, it's been, it was very enjoyable. I loved it. Yeah. I've done quite a lot, um, achieved quite a lot, but I feel I've achieved more by being on the life that I'm on now yeah. as well, by being the spiritual healer and the natural healer that witches are. Witches aren't malevolent. Witches aren't dark or in any shape or form. They are natural healers and protectors of the earth, Mother Nature and humanity, and knowledgeable and wise teachers as well. Yeah. Would you say a lot of the pharmaceutical industry started from those uh, humble beginnings with witchcraft? Um, I think they did, but then they tried to take over as well. Mm, I agree, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was doing too effectively, wasn't it? I would imagine Some Mother monetary. Nature. Yeah, it, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah, and yeah. it's very, it's very much, again, money, money orientated. Again, from the beliefs of the natural herbalist of what Wiccans, pagans, and witches naturally are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of pharmaceutical drugs come from plants. They do trees. Yeah. But they only uh, use part of the plant. They don't use all of the plant. They don't yeah. use the root and the natural root of it neither. They only they leave it out. They only use a certain part yes. which will manage your symptoms yeah, but won't actually cure. Sometimes no, just use the bark, the, of it, the, the bark of a tree or um, sort of post on Facebook about pine needles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just, just the small parts of different plants then. Yeah, and I suppose sometimes they can use parts of different poisonous plants yeah. that can affect you as well, which is why people can get, like, not to be, can get highly addictive to yes. a, some, some yeah. sort of painkiller as well because there is then dangerous herbs and plants yeah. out there that you do need to stay clear away from. Definitely. Mm. Um, we were talking about the movement in flames um, and candles and things like that. And I just want to go back to a previous discussion that we were having earlier on about <clears throat> candle smoke. Oh, yeah, when well, we were how, gazing at the And how um, if the smoke, Charlene, goes north, south, east, west or up, they all mean something different. Yes, they do. Mm. I find that quite fascinating. Yes, they do. And... And nine times out of, day, out of ten, they do represent the elements, the elements in, again, pagan, wicker and witchcraft. Um, we invoke the power of earth, air, yeah. fire and water and spirit as well. So you will find that wherever the smoke needs to go and work with, they will pick an element and direction to work with. So if you notice that it's going into the northern direction, they're going into working with the earth, 
with the earth plane where maybe you need to do a bit of earthwork and grounding and work with nature. If it works with in the fire X aspect, maybe you need to just work with a bit of the aim, um, the the uh, the root chakra because it's red. Fire represents red, yeah. so you need to work with that as well for yourself. And it does it is in the self with yourself as well. So it does move in a different way. If it rises up, the energy is absolutely clear as well. So the the smoke does move in different ways, and it does have a lot of different significant reasons as well. Mm-hmm. It's just paying attention as to where the smoke's rising. Yeah, I was just reading these notes <clears throat> that I've got, um, and what when what you're saying absolutely ties in with the notes that I've got as well. So north that you were saying was what element was north? Earth. 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 So mm-hmm. this, according to this, it's um, downloading wisdom. Yeah. So it's earth. Well, yeah. you're getting your ground in yeah. and that's where yeah. you're going to get your wisdom from. Um, south, which was fire. fire. Yeah. For this, it's saying regeneration and change. And that is fire, isn't it? It's well, that, we're working the, in the, the fire f- element right now as well. The phoenix. Yeah. It's the phoenix. It's phoenix is rising. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, east. What element is east? East is air. Okay. This is energy. This is clearing energy on here. Well, when you're doing yeah. that, um, funny enough, I have feathers representing air. Yeah. So when I'm working with saying smudging bundles. I will use the feather to clear the air element. Yeah. Element, yeah. And then west, then west is water. Water, and according to this, west is if the smoke if the smoke goes west, it's emotional purification. It's emotional tides. Yeah. Tidal weird. Yeah. 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 So that's fantastic. I will be looking at. I'm going to look at doing that with the candle smoke, actually. I find that Good, quite yeah. interesting. So thank you, Charlene, actually, because I got that from you. I've worked oh, you're with, welcome. <laughs> I've worked with coloured candles before as well. I found it quite fascinating, yeah. Mm. You, you mentioned we had a conversation in the week, Charlene, and the relationship between um, candles on a birthday cake and, and how that <laughs> ritual started. Can you enlighten the listeners about that? Because I found that fascinating. Uh, yes, I can. Yeah. Everyone deems a witch to be so dark and evil and things. There's so much many misconceptions about witches yeah, and witchcraft. But people don't realise that they're actually partaking in some sort of ritual, ritual witchcraft yeah. themselves oh. by just making a wish upon a birthday cake and blowing that simple candle out. Yeah. yeah. And can give any other examples of that, of modern day life, um, taking part in various rituals that would have stemmed from witchcraft? Well, maybe sometimes mm. people can, um, or I wish for this sort of thing. Um, maybe sometimes I, I do know people wish upon stars yeah. and things like that. So people do make a lot of wishes Intentions, as well. wishes. And it is all intentional based, but not a lot of people will put the truest intention into that wish. So they don't actually fully understand exactly what it is they're wishing for. Exactly. And the biggest one for me is they're making a wish upon a birthday cake. They don't realise exactly just that they're partaking in mm. some sort of ritual and witchcraft mm. per se. And again, it doesn't have to be witchcraft. It could be the pagan traditional values that they're taking on because... 
again, it's come from before Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I was just thinking of then was how how much people spell, create spells through words yeah. with intention mm-hmm. of harming other, other people and Ooh. cursing other people. Yeah, that's going to rebound, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that is a yes calm is real um it's a massive one that if you don't really know what you're doing please stay clear from it because i believe um the rule of three and threefold um, yes so do i harm ye none with no harm to anyone as well so do as you will with no harm to none yeah which is the belief that many witches that I do know do carry themselves. I do know some that will work with the dogs and that's totally fine. That's absolutely up to those as long as they know that they're protecting themselves and everybody else around them yeah. whilst doing that. But to me, I would never harm another because I know no matter if it's good, because you can do good magic as well, which I do, I do work with, um, and negative as well, the negative that you're putting out will come back at you yeah. Not once, but twice, but three times over. Threefold, yeah. And it is a—it's the law of three. It's the Wigan Reader. It's a Wigan Reader. So yeah, just pay close attention to that. Yeah. Following on from that, and from what Phil just said, I find it fascinating how you said as well, Phil, about spelling. And obviously, we use words in a in yeah. a collection there. Yeah. Um, to spell to create words. Yeah. And in it's actual intention, isn't it? Yeah, words contain a frequency, a sound, a fre- frequency, an intention. How you put that word across, you can yeah. put it across in a gentle way, an aggressive way. You can shout, you can whisper, and so in many ways, you know, spelling. Yeah. Um, we're using that it's all the time, isn't it? All the time, and again, it goes back to the witchcraft and and the old ways, and we're using it without realizing the power of the word. Yeah, yeah. manifestation is a mm. spell. It's it's the power of intention is yeah. a spell, isn't it? So almost be careful what you wish for, isn't it? It is. Your word is your <laughs> truest, powerful <coughs> manifestation. And if you can get angry at someone and just out of the blue, just go, oh, I wish for this, that's you casting a spell straight away without having any knowledge of the fact that you're doing it. Yeah. So you just need to be mindful of your words, to be totally honest. Yeah. 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 What different spells do you, we, can we talk about that? What different spells do you do, Charlene? Uh, yeah, become, because do you... I do share them on social media and my platform as well. So I do share them because... Um, like I've said, I don't spell cast for myself. I would never cast for myself because I see that as a form of greed and ego. So I would never ask for anything for me. Um, if the universe wants to give it to me as a re- um, some sort of karma reward, fair, yeah. fair enough. But I would never spell cast for myself. Um, so I do spell cast for a lot of people. I do they, they do ask us to do that, and I will do that for them. Obviously, with the truest intention. And my circle of protection is also at the same time. But um, normally it's love spells <laughs> and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> prosperity and abundance yeah. and look, look spells. Um, and I do, I have been quite frequently putting a lot of luck and happiness spells out there for the universe right now because I feel that the universe has been lacking in it <clears throat> and needing it as well because I feel the universe has been lost with 
the way society has been going and just the state of play of what's been happening in the world right now. Yeah. With like just what's been going on. Well, it's, it's and one big wars ritual, that's been made it? to restart again in yeah. poverty. So I've just been putting the look and the happiness and abundance spells out there for humanity for its greatest and highest of good. Yeah. Now, some of these spells that you create, Charlene, they, they <clears> contain various, um, oh, what can I say, herbs and spices yes. and things Components. like that. Yes. I, I mean, <laughs> could you talk us through some of the elements um, that you use in yep. your spells? Yep, I will. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You can use your normal tea light. Candle, yeah. okay. for starters, because your white is your basic colour and that's your universal colour and it's your strongest colour for for a, for, for a spell. You don't need to have your fancy spell candles. So your tea lights your first go. Uh, yeah. What I will always say is the witch's favourite tool is a candle because it's their favourite go-to tool to manifest what they want. So your tea lights your first candle that you, you're gonna are always gonna have ready at hand in your in your kitchen cupboard as yeah. well. Okay. You'll always have a white candle or tea light. The biggest yeah. thing about casting your spell is invoking your manifestation and your intention into the spell. And the easiest way of doing that, if you haven't got any herbs at hand, is by easily just carving a symbol of your intention of what you want to manifest into that spell. So say it's abundance, you can etch in the pound sign. Mm. If it's love, draw in the love art. If it's luck, draw in the four-leaf clover. And that's you carving your intention because you've took your time and effort in doing that as well. You can also so write an intention going to make it stronger. When, that, when it does come to that, you yeah. can, once you've done that, you can write your intention down on a piece of paper, put it underneath the candle, Making sure, please, it's fireproof because the amount of times I've set fire to my altar cloths. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, please make sure it's a fireproof dish. But, yeah, you can write your intention down as well underneath what you want to manifest underneath the candle and light the candle and then just invoke your spell on your intentions into that as well. Mm. Bearing in mind, you need to make sure you've got your circle of protection around you at all times as well because you're open up, opening up different portals and different realms as well, because the world is it is real. So I would always work and manifest in, I would call in the elements of the the earth, um, air, fire and water. I would hail and welcome each one, thank them for being there, and then whatever the spell is, say, say it's um, love, I would invoke the power and welcome and presence of Aphrodite yeah. because she is the goddess of love. Of course, yeah. So I would bring her into that as well. Yeah. If you want to add more things to that, you can add your herbs as basil, rose petals, yeah, um, yeah. a bit of lavender oil or mm. essence oil for the calmness as well. Um, and even as simple, as simple as rose quartz crystal as well. Yeah. Um, if you want to make it stronger... You can use your tarot cards as well, and you can bring in the lover's card and yeah. invoke that as well into the spell. So there's many different ways of invoking and making your spell powerful in order to work faster and stronger that you want. You just need to make, bear in mind that your intention is true and for the highest and greater good with no harm to none. 
Can I ask you as well, you know, the ingredients that you use and say if you use the tea light and it burnt out and everything at the end of your spell day, what do you do with the debris and the, the um, you know, the remains of that spell? <clears throat> well, firstly, I would never blow the candle out. I would always wait till okay. the spell was spent, yeah. which yeah. is the traditional value. You would never blow it out. I would wait till the spell was spent and then I would put the ingredients back into Mother Earth. Oh, okay. Because you give them back your intention in back into the soil. Yeah. If Mother Earth is who we work with, we work with uh, Mother Earth and Father Sky, and that's who we worship as well at the end of the day. So mm. you give back to the Earth because the Earth okay. in the universe is working with you in your favour. And, of course, it's recycling mm. those uh, elements there, and such the as the basil and everything, yeah? yeah. The herbs. Enriching the soil. Yeah, and helping to feed the birds in nature as well along the way. It's like medicine then, isn't yeah. it, really? Well, it is. Yeah. And medicine. herbs are medicine. Yeah. Earth yeah. herbs, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, a while ago, you would, well, you were talking earlier about how you write a manifestation on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. I used to think I was a witch, you see, because right. I've, I've done a lot of uh, what Shulian said, yeah. yeah, talking about there. But I realised that my path wasn't that after a while, but this is going back quite a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was told a while ago that if you are bringing something in, if you are attracting something, you would fold the paper towards you. Yeah, that's true. If you're releasing something, you, you fold, fold it away paper from, away yeah, from you. Yeah, yeah. That is one method as well. Um, if you want to bring something in, you work with, I suppose, the new uh, the full moon to bring in abundance. If you want to release it, work with the new moon, the new f the the phase of the new mm. moon. So if you want to release that, you burn it under the the new moon because it's a, it's a part of your life that you don't want to work with yeah. anymore. So you write it down, burn it under Let the it new go. moon. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to invoke it and bring it into your life, write it down, put it on the window ledge. I would always use a bit of citrine because you manifest yeah. your Prosperity. desires and your wishes. Yeah. Uh, and so you write, sorry, yes. So you write it down and put it next to a bit of citrine. I would always invoke the power of clear quartz as well because that strengthens amplifies and amplifies, ampl amplifies it as well. Yeah. Put it on the windsill, the new moon and the new moon, the full moon will bring in what you next want as well. It's it's so powerful working with the phases of the moon. And there's different phases of the moon that you can work with, not just the new moon and the full moon. You can work with the waxing and the waning moon as well. So there's loads of different things for spells and different phases of the moon and yeah. days of the week to work with as well with regards to casting spells. So it's quite complex. That is. I didn't realise you would work on different days of the yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Even witches have a day off, you know. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I have had a book What's... that I got one for every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. I've got quite What a few. is the relevance of the days of the week then for spells? I suppose Monday is like a new day. Um, Tuesday, the deem is kind of like a lucky day. Wednesday, it's in between, so it's in between balance of your life. Thursday, uh, day. yeah. Um, it, there's so many different ones. It's just depending on what the spell is that you want for your time as well. 
and for what you want to manifest, but you also need to be mindful of what the moon phase is in as well. Also, I can go a little bit into more depth is what where the planets are aligning as well. Yeah. So if we want to go as far as bringing astrology into yeah. it, yeah. there is quite a lot and there's a lot to learn with regards to being a witch. We don't just have a room and fly in a room and cast spells and potions and do our wicked thing on people. There's lots of, it's knowledge, knowledge-based, and I'm always learning, always yeah. learning. Yeah. Lots of elements. Where did you park your broom, by the way? Because <laughs> I've left it. I've left it at yeah. home. Um, <laughs> okay. I've left it at home. Oh. Unfortunately, I can't fly it because it's the season. The season's ended for me right now. <gasps> I thought you said the oil needed changing. <laughs> <laughs> the season's ended. It ended last. It ended in the equinox just gone uh, uh, with the harvest festival. The harvest. The last harvest. So. Where the the Dame witches uh, run a run a flying brooms is because the farmers used to bring pers- like witches in or wise the wise ones wise women the yeah. wise women's in women. they would jump like through they would right I'm gonna say straddle brooms rakes yeah. and things like that and however high how high they jumped through the fields deemed how high the farmer's crops were going to grow for that season. Yeah. And that's where the witch's fly in the broom comes from. Is it really? That is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. They also, uh, when people have a hand fasting, they, they jump oh, yeah, over yeah, the, yeah, 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 the broom do, as yeah, well, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, where that comes in, yes, they do jump over the broom. Um, and that deems um, a fertility thing as well. So if the male jumped higher than say the female the fertility was going to be in a good it was going to be a good fertility balance yeah. but also the marriage was deemed it wasn't a full marriage unless they stayed together in the unfesting ceremony for a year in a day if they managed to do that that's when they could traditionally get married in the eyes of the law as yeah. well This is fascinating. It's it? very fascinating, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, mm, lots to think about. And I've that. got a massive list. Thank you. <laughs> and, and know, we aren't going to get down at all. <laughs> I we wouldn't get through all no, of it. It's no, quite no. <laughs> complex. Um, so, you mentioned the, which goddess did you mention earlier? Aphrodite. Aphrodite, Aphrodite the love yeah. goddess. So can you tell us a bit about the gods and goddesses? That you I can tell you a little bit, but the fact is that there's lords... There's absolutely thousands. I'll sit um, back and relax then. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> the ones I work with particularly is because a lot of people ask for abundance, love, and I work with the I love the moon. Yeah. So I work with the I moon do. and my moon goddess is Hecate. So I'll work with her as well. And also have you heard of the maiden, uh, the mother and the crone? Yes. I yeah, work with yeah. those in particular as well. So I work with those. The horn goddess as well is always the one I'm going to work with. I've heard of Morrigan. 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 Yeah. It's quite a strong yeah. mm. energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, a, dark, is that a, a, a darker energy? More intense. It's more intense, yeah. And I never right. put an intention, intentional... Okay spell out there on anyone hecate it's the moon aphrodite she's your love goddess see she i work with her if anyone needs a little bit of um love and self-love as well is the biggest one that i remind 
they, they come to us asking for love spells and I, nine times out of ten, I will turn around and say it's self-love that you need first yeah. in order to bring the love and abundance yeah. into yourself. And then I'll work with the goddess of fortune, uh, fortune, fortune. Mm, wealth. Yeah, yep. and prosperity as well. And the own goddess and the green man. Oh. It's obviously yeah. the natural being. The earth, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Nice. But there's actually, there's, there's, there's loads out there. Mm. Isis, she's another one. You've got your Norse goddess, goddess and gods and... There's absolute. There's lot Greek. Yeah. There's lords. Is Isis Egyptian? Yeah. 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 yeah that'd be. So. Would you say as well? Each one of these gods or goddesses, um, they have a frequency tone, and they emit that frequency. And it, it's almost as if um, you have a selection of radio stations, really, on an energetic frequency. It, yeah. It, and you're tuning into that specific god or goddess on the dial there in order it, to work with them. Yes, it is. It all depends who you feel that you need to work with at the, that moment in time. That god or goddess will actually come and tell you she wants to work with you before you even know it. Oh, okay. So they will come and say, like, look, we're going to be working together. It might sound a little bit crazy, but they do come to you first as well. But you also know as well, as soon as what you need to work with you'll know exactly what god or goddess you need to invoke in order to work with as well. And it doesn't just necessarily have to be in spell casting or anything like that as well, or candle magic. It could just be anything in your day-to-day life. In a way as well, they're kind of giving you that intuitive nudge, as you say there, but they're not making you do it because of free will it is definitely it's always about free will so you have to invite them like you say invoke them well you've got to as well um, they can give you that nudge work. but they've yeah. got to, you've got to invite them in yeah it's like the angels you've got to call the angels in for you to work <coughs> with them yeah yeah the spirit guides your spirit healers got to ask they, them for help you can ask yeah. them for help the angelic realms and angelic beings and the ascend, ascended masters you've got to physically ask them yeah. to yeah. help you and give by them, by and, your voice. And give them permission as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but do you think, it's a, it's, it's a theory, it's just a theory, <clears throat> that maybe the gods and goddesses, like the angels or like spiritual beings that have been here, are, so the god, gods and goddesses that you work with, uh, Charlene, do you think that they were a race of beings that came here and now work with us tele- um, telepathically? Telepathically. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's just the same as spirit healers and angelic healers and ascended masters. You also invoke other deities to work with yourself yeah. as well. And the other deities that I asked to work with are the gods and goddesses. So yes, absolutely, they are reincarnated. So gods and goddesses, as I believe, effect, it was all our reincarnated yeah. beings. Yeah. So in effect, they are just as the angelics are. They are higher evolved beings. Mm-hmm, yeah. Really, aren't they? Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have that. I would. Yeah, I'm going to say power and authority yeah. Yeah. for the highest and greatest of good to work with us, um, Mother Earth, Father Sky, and humanity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Fantastic. So you work with angels, you work with gods and goddesses. Um, you do angel messages. 
I've seen. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you do angel messages and you do card readings yeah. and you read the playing cards. Yes. <laughs> How do you read playing cards? It's again it's in it's an intuitive way of working. It's all about my intuition when I'm reading that, but also my spirit team guides and helpers and inspired ones. They do give me the message in order to work with those as well. Yes, I've self-taught in reading it as well. I learned myself how to do that because I didn't feel there was a lot. But there was no teachers around to read, Mm, to help us read the playing cards. And to me, it was going back to my traditional pagan roots in order to read the playing cards. I want you to go back to the natural source. And the natural source is the playing cards before the tarot cards came and the oracle cards came into play where it was just your traditional standard playing card and then the uh, tarot came in where you've got your picture on your oracle you've got your words on so you've got a little bit of guideline to work with so i want to strip it right back down and go back to basics for me so would you say you're working with the symbolism still within the card yes it is coloration it's the coloration the symbolism's more so I suppose the hierarchy, so if it's a king or a queen or even mm. a jack or a joker. In fact, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, be... yeah, I can read the joker card as yeah. well, yeah. Um, but the hierarchy doesn't necessarily always have to mean it's what it highest yeah. than what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What about the suits? Does this Would the suits mean something different <clears throat> to you? Suits do mean something different. They do mean a lot of different things. Like, obviously, the heart is about love. Yeah. Uh, spades is about your past and your past emotions. Clubs is going to deem luck and abundance in your next phase of your life as well. So, and yeah, aces, trumps always. So, yeah, yeah. And then diamonds. Diamonds, yeah. pentacles. Yeah, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. I thought you were going to give us a song then. <laughs> <I'm not> diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't sing the rest. <laughs> oh, forever. <laughs> I was going to sing it. <laughs> so... You also read tea leaves. I've just started that journey for that issue. Um, yes, as well, because obviously I want to go back to my roots for who I... I believe I'll, in a past life I was a Roman gypsy witch. Yeah. So I want to go back to the traditional values of learning as well. So that's why I've started to learn that. So, yeah, I've just started to learn to read tea leaves. Yeah. Mm. Tea leaves I've, are lovely. Yeah. yeah. I've My done a little used bit read of that them. with uh, Angie. Have you? Oh, yeah. Nice yeah. 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 My nan used to read the tea leaves. Yeah. And, and it is a certain method to yeah. doing it. Yeah. And it all starts with preparing it firstly, and then how you mix it. And you've got yeah. to take it in a certain hand, Turn mix it, it in a certain, certain direction, put it on yeah. the cup before you even delve into reading the tea leaves. So it's a rather in depth thing and a way of reading. You can't just tip the teacup up and no. read a pattern of the tea leaves. No way. Quite yeah. ritualistic. It then, is isn't a rich. It? it actually yeah. is a ritual. It is a ritual. It's part of drinking the tea. The ritual. The client well. has to drink the tea. Yeah, and then at the end you do the. Uh, you do yeah, the reading of the cup. And yeah, yeah, but the client has to finish the cup of tea. Yeah. 
Does this work with hot chocolate? Because I don't drink <laughs> tea or coffee. <laughs> You'd have to get chocolate leaves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll have a look yeah. out for them. There you go. You can get chocolate tea. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. That sounds... That, hmm, I don't, I'm not sure if I'd enjoy chocolate tea. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> but hot well, chocolate if, leaves would be all right. Well, if it's such a thing and you can get it, yeah, try, but... Yeah. Or shave the beans. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's the second uh, oh, one line you've got to come out with there tonight, yeah. Phil. Right. Yeah, snakes oh. and what was it? <laughs> <laughs> Shave the beans. <laughs> wow! Coming out. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. It's been one of those nights tonight. It's been <laughs> really entertaining. Uh, Charlene, you you mentioned earlier that you do the angelic Reiki. Yes. Can for those that aren't familiar with that, can you talk us through that as well? Yeah. Um, unlike Reiki, where you invoke and channel energy, universal energy, um, with angelic Reiki, you're channeling the angels and you're bringing in the angels from the highest order. Um, ascended masters and the galactic angels as well so you're channeling them through to give your client um, the healing from the the angels so yeah it's all channeling the angels uh, and as a practitioner of this um, have you noticed the the subtleties in you know the differences between yes absolutely working with the angels yeah um, the biggest one and the biggest difference for me was when I channeled the galactic healers through. Okay. Wow, <laughs> that's all I can say. I took on a different entity. That's and then so I'm going to say about that one. So the angel did transform me in transfiguration. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that was really fantastic. And it's actually I'm I'm actually quite privileged because I find um, when you're being asked to work with the angels from the highest order. Mm. it's an actual privilege That's, that you've been asked yeah. and chosen because mm. not a lot realise that they've been chosen to do that That's the as Galactic well. Council, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's all the Ascended Masters yeah. and everything, so you've been chosen to do that as well and go down that path. And I don't think a lot realise, just they've, um, they've actually been chosen to do that as well. So I, bet there's I a cried lot. when I got home after doing the course. I cried. Because it was an absolute privilege. I bet there's a lot of preparation, you know, to get that pure channel, that pure link there. There is, yeah. Um, can you talk us through that? What? Yeah, it's a form of meditation, but then you've also <laughs> got to call them in and ask them to come in. Um, obviously, channel them through. Um, yeah, you've got to ring some sort of bell or a chime as well, because they will answer chimes and bells. Bells is an angelic form yeah. of communication. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's a lot. Again, it's, it's all about your intention and it has to be the purest and highest of form for the highest and greater good for not, for yourself, for humanity. That's right. Does this affect your your day-to-day -day living, such as your diet, uh, your eating oh. habits and also the, um, the TV or whatever you're constantly? I don't watch TV anymore since I became a healer. Okay. Because it does affect with your energies. And I'd rather keep myself on the purest form than rather lower my vibrations and give my lower vib give my vi higher vibrations up to watching a lower vibrational frequency on the TV. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, diet, yes, it does affect your diet. I've noticed it more by when I started working with the angels, my intolerance for some foods that I did like, I stopped liking. So now I've started to want to become more vegan as well and trying to incorporate <coughs> vegan into my daily life <coughs> style of living. Um, Very good. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I never used to like eating that I do like eating now as well. Yeah. yeah. That's a transformation um, of of a person as well, isn't it? As you, I did offer. Ascending. I will put it out there that I did actually. I do visit the toilet quite frequently, frequently as well. So yes, you do use it a lot of toilet trips. Yeah, purifies. I just put that body, out there. It? Yeah, yeah. You put it out there. I did put it out there. Mm. <laughs> we picked it up. So I'm you holding do. my nose right now. <laughs> so Cleansing it. practice. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Of course, I'm I'm vegetarian um, as well, and have been for a long time, uh, just because I, I feel lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, once I've visited the toilet, I feel a hell of a lot lighter. Well, as well. There we so, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Part of the detox as well. Though, isn't it is it? a detox yeah. and it's release, releasing energies that don't no longer suit Surgia, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, releasing toxins out of the body. Mm-hmm. And- yeah. I'm going to use that one the next time I'm parking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What? Tell, tell everybody you're detoxing. I'm detoxing. <laughs> Leave me be. I'm detoxing. Here's a peg. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. I'm just going down. I'm just looking down my list, <laughs> actually. I've got loads to, I've got loads to talk yeah. about. Well, I did. But I knew we wouldn't get down the list. <laughs> we have. Have we? Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Oh. I've got down my list. I'm like... Oh, there I'm, you go I'm, then. Are you happy uh, then now? Yeah, but what do I say now? I would say... There's a couple of things there. On your journey, Charlene, um, you've mentioned that you're, you're currently in training. You're training yourself with the tea leaves oh, yeah, and the yeah. reading. So what what is next for your witchcraft? Where do you want to take yourself? Well, um, I'm currently also training and I started training individuals as well. So I'm training people, teaching people okay. um, the wicker ways and the pig, like the witchcraft ways, yeah. basically. Um, I do do candle magic classes and yeah. spell spell classes. Yeah. So I, I is am that online? a teacher as well, yeah, so... Is that online, Charlie? Yes, it is, yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. But I'm always in training. I'm always going to be a practicing and a practitioner mm. witch. You never, you never stop, stop learning. learning, no matter what it is you're learning. <laughs> yeah. um, my next thing for me is connecting again with my crystal ball and my scrying mirror. You call it your witch's mirror. I've had a lot of people asking us to make them some sort of um, protection spells for the new homes and things like that. So I'm always busy making and making spells and satchels for everyone. I made Glenn one for his car You as did, well. yeah. So I'm always making things, so I never stop. I never stop with my craft. Yeah. Have you ever had to say, back to spells, sorry. Have you ever had to say no to somebody for a spell? Yeah, because somebody will always want me to hex or curse someone and mm. I will say that that's not our work. Yeah. And I can't because I do not want it to come back on me threefold. Yeah. And neither do you because... You're asking the universe for that. Yeah. Now, why would you want to do that? Because I'm a light worker as well, so I would never invoke the power of the darks. Yeah, yeah. I know I, I can, but I wouldn't. I know people do, and that's their beliefs, but it's not mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's like when people ask me for when I'm doing my pendulum readings, then they ask us questions. There is sometimes I can't ask the question. Yeah. One, it's on a public platform, and two, it's deemed too personal. Yeah. And yeah. three, because it's that personal, I do not want to be held responsible for the answer that I do give them if it doesn't manifest to their way yeah. that they want as well. So yeah. I do have to say no sometimes. Some of the questions that people ask, I've noticed on different... On, on lives, on different, various lives. Yeah. Some of the questions that people ask come from such a place of desperation. Yeah. Yeah, they do, don't, don't they? they? People don't realise what they're asking I know, for and saying and sometimes. I do apologise for that. Yeah. I tend to try and say it at the start before I start my live as well. But I always, I always will disclose. Oh, hello. I always will disclose that if they do want a personal reading or for anything of that nature please just contact us whatever you need to do because it's too personal to deviate on this on the pub on the public on the platform no way no way would i do that yeah it's not fair it's not fair so how can people find you if they want to get in touch with you yeah tell us tell us yeah they can find me on facebook obviously charlene victoria downing um and they can find me on Uh, you can find me on Lunar Light Heen and Holistic Centre as well. Yeah. Yeah. So and, uh, you do lives. Do you do lives on there, Charlie? Yes, I do. Yeah. Every Thursday, yes. Okay. Yeah. What time on a Thursday? I go live at five. <laughs> live at five, I like that. It's got a good ring to it there. Yeah. 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 And uh, contact number and email address, Charlene? Yes, I, it's Charlene Downing, 118. At gmail.com, yes, no pun intended, <laughs> at, at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, if you inbox us, if you inbox us, I will disclose my private phone number. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it has Thank been. you so much, been very interesting yeah. there, Charlotte. Thank, Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you so much. So nice. We've learned so much this evening. Yeah. Have you got any parting words? You've got 30 seconds. Just have a blessed... So, Okay. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah. well, thank you. Thank you, Charlene. Thank Blessed you. be. Thank you, Glenn. Blessed thank be. you, so Julie. Be. Thank you, everybody. Namaste. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Namaste. Glenn. Thank you, Namaste. Charlene. So looking forward to um, seeing you at the next episode. Looking forward to recording next time. It's been yeah. a blast. I've really enjoyed this evening. It so has been good. Thank you very much. So we'll I see will... you on location yeah, for the next yeah. one. See you later. Bye. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe and share. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page. Until next time, have a good time, all of the time.